Spitball Sessions presents the Spitball Programming Shortcast. Yes, hello and welcome to the first ever Spitball Sessions Shortcast. This is where uh, we're going to try out an idea of doing a little more than just talking about game theory. We're actually going to try making a few games. Nothing special or spectacular. But uh, every time we talk about it, Josh and I, every single time we talk about um, theory of game, Josh always gets this crazy idea that we're kind of talking out of our butts because, well, we don't know if the first thing about making games. So we thought, hey, why not? Let's make a game. So we've each picked up little projects and we're just uh, trying out different uh, methods for making game. Myself, I am getting into or have been getting into Love, a 2D gaming engine based off of the Lua engine. It's quite nice. So the entire idea behind this podcast is uh, we're going to talk about the things that we create, some of the things that we come across, some of the ideas that we come across. I'm probably going to be a little more practical and direct, and Josh is going to be a little more theoretical and broad because that's just the way we roll. Uh, and uh, this is a bit of a pilot's, uh, pilot's pilot episode for us to just try out, see what we think. And so the general idea is we're going to talk about what we do and then uh, we're going to ask the other person a question. So I'm, I'm leading off this charge and uh, Josh will put together a response to the question at the end of this podcast. And then we'll try to do that, answer a question, talk about what we want and then ask the other person a question. That's at least my goal. Make it a running conversation and see how that turns out. So what I've been working on in love uh, recently stems from uh, one, of, one of the issues that I came across in a project, and I am making uh, several different games. I have this idea in my head after listening to, uh, what, what podcast was that? Um, the Roguelike Radio Podcast, I think is what it's called. In that podcast, they came up with a or they talked about a concept that was in someone's head, and I kind of built off of that, um, building this turn-based space sci-fi idea. Um, and I started building it. I, I got the mechanic down of being able to advance a turn, uh, essentially by 10-second increments, and I have the, the mechanics down in my head, but uh, I got to keep working on it, which obviously, if you know me, I never stick to one project more than, you know, a couple of days before I get distracted. The distraction this time was actually an update to the love engine that I work off of. Uh, it's more like a giant library, although there's like a core set of um, functions that run the, the basic part of the game. It, it has a, a load, a update, and then a draw section that you fill in that that dictates what happens when the game starts that's the load uh every time a tick happens a cycle of uh events um and then how to draw whatever you want it to draw based on what happens in whatever game uh and one of the things that i came across is i had i had worked uh long and hard on this game and then I updated my love, and this is, I'm sure, something every developer has come across and hates. But uh, when I did that, everything turned white, and I had no idea what was going on. What it turned out to be through research and reading through the uh, update logs, they had changed the color system in the game 
from uh, standard, well, semi-standard um, RGB 0 to 255 scale. In other words, uh, every uh, red, green, and blue, which are the three colors everyone knows, um, where RGB, each one of those can be from 0 to 255, suddenly it was using a decimal value. Uh, and it, uh, it leads to a lot more detail because you can have a, a higher um, incrementation of color. I don't know how far the Lua engine goes as far as rendering color. Like you can have, like, I don't know how many decimal points down you want to go on how far it reflects. I probably should read into that. But it was very frustrating because I had built all these colors in, in 255, and, and I think in 255 because I've been, I'm a designer by trade. I do a lot of color-related stuff, and I'm familiar with 0 to 255 as a concept. It's also built into hexadecimal numbers and, and a whole bunch of stuff. So I started building in the game engine, for whatever reason, um, a system for taking colors of a different gamut and shifting it over. So when you enter in a, 200, a 0 to 255 color range, it would convert it to decimal. So that's what I'm working on right now. I'll, I'll try to get some screen grabs in on the posting of this uh, cast for your reference, but that's generally what I've been working on. Uh, it's proving to be very interesting. I've had to learn a lot of different things, being very new to programming and like how languages handle different things. One of the first things I've had to work out is how to, well, one of the weirdest things is passing um, table data uh, or arrays of data uh, and the way that it handles that is very interesting. It leads to some funny results. Um, for instance, uh, passing a table data to a local, um, a local variable in a function for whatever reason, instead of passing along from that variable back to the program, I kept ending up uh, because it's a local variable, the, the whole table data is local. As soon as the function ends, that table data would disappear. And instead of having the information in the table passed on to whatever func uh, whatever was calling the function, it was a pointer, essentially. Instead of passing all the information along, it was passing along a pointer to a local table that disappeared as soon as the function went. So... I spent literally three hours trying to figure out why this program wasn't pulling data. It was declaring a null value for something that it literally had called two seconds prior. It was very weird. So this is just a... Uh, not exactly what you... We'll figure out what, what more we'll talk about. i got to spend more time working on this. Um, I want to have this program set up in such a way that I'll be able to actually build a full table of colors um, that I'll make with this program and I'm going to have a color picker uh, and a full range of uh, sliders to adjust what the color looks like so I can see it because that was the other thing with it it's all you know hard coded what I'm working on so by making this program I am I am outputting what I see so I'm using a Lua based program it's a tool essentially uh, built in the engine so that when I adjust a color 
I can see real time what it looks like and then save that to a table that which will be passed to the game just essentially copying over a Lua file to the game and then I can reference it as as a table as a bunch of table data that will just be sitting on the top to be pulled like uh, the load content will be another thing that I've been learning how to do has been building a functional flexible uh, working interface buttons that actually do stuff uh, slider bars that actually do stuff I've tried a couple of times to build systems and I keep learning something something new um, building a table of items and how to reference the table and take advantage of it uh, using a repeating for loop to identify what the object is, how to draw it, and um, where to draw it um, has been very interesting. Uh, learning ways to use the screen resolution to its advantage is still something I haven't quite figured out but uh, really need to learn to implement. Learning to use a coordinate system uh, and pushing and popping that coordinate system so that uh, you can store location information, then move your render location around so that everything that you draw is consistent in location has been something interesting that I really want to get into discussing down the road and will in one of these shortcasts, probably when I talk about my shmup and, uh, game that I've been building as well on this side. Hopefully, I'll have something interesting there for March. Anyway, so that's been it for this very short shortcast uh, talking about color theory. Um, I hope you found it interesting, even if it was a little rambly. I hope you'll listen in for next time. And for you, Josh, my question to you is going to be, what is the game you most loved failing hard at? What game did you lose really bad but still loved playing? Let me know. Thanks. This has been a Spitball Sessions shortcast, where Josh and Luke try to put their money where their mouth is and actually make a game for a change.